Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Hey, fuckos, I'm going to re-record this ad just in case you've been listening to a bunch of episodes and it's gotten a little scale. I'll try to freshen it up for you. So here we go, round two. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? And most importantly, how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to that and every one of those questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's entirely free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now with this ad. One to two sentences about how do you like to use Anchor. I like Anchor because it's an app on my phone and that's all I need. You don't even need a microphone. You can just talk into your phone and it'll record it. You can check all the analytics. You can do all the editing straight on the device you're recording from. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your bullshit podcast as well. No. Okay, let me tell you about Let's this, do that. this, okay. this incident that happened. It, it hey, wait, you're recording. <laughs> New episode of Wrestling Myself. I'm myself. I'm here with the Boner Crusher, Steve Brown, and the Crown Jewel. Allegedly Boner Crusher. Corey Stone. Stone Corey, some people would call you. Hey, muscle does. Are you still the Crown Jewel? I have some merch that has that on it. So until that's all sold, I guess I am. But I tried to drop it around the uh, the same time that uh, two other indie wrestlers started using it, yep. and uh, WWE had a highly controversial event. I didn't. Even, I forgot about that. Uh, so I uh, yeah, I tried to drop it around that time. And, uh, so you could say you're on the market for a new nickname. I'm sure. Yeah. Perfect, because I have some written down that I have ready. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Can't wait for this. Let's go. I I put it into. I've been around wrestling for a minute, so I, I gave you a couple babyface nicknames and a couple heel nicknames. Perfect. So What's babyface mean? I'll start with the baby. Babyface means good guy. Oh. Yeah, thanks for joining. Okay, so this would be the first one. Like, these, these are easy. Like, happy to be here, Corey Stone. Right, that's nice. It shows oh, okay. where you're at. Um, the babysitter, Corey Stone. Ooh. You know, trustworthy. You can't hate a babysitter. 
Always knocks twice. Corey Stone. <laughs> Another good one. That. Right. This is a, one of my all-time favorites. Not related to the amazing Dark Stone. Corey Stone. Stone. How oh. can you hate somebody like that? <laughs> and fine, you're just an easy one, right? Purell. Corey Stone. Right. Those are all nice. Now we get to the heel ones, though. No, oh, how about this, up, how about this one? I got one. How about okay. Corey romancing the stone? Oh, that's good. Uh, funny thing about the Purell, I actually am like a little OCD, and I use Purell all the time. Because there's semen everywhere in this room. It's an so. apropos uh, that's good. nickname. So. Speaking of apropos nicknames, oh, oh, yeah. now we're into the bad guy. So this one wants Here to be we go. the heel nicknames. You really want to paint a picture that you're kind of scummy. Okay, so I got one. Yep. The opposite of hard. the babysitter. The opposite, yeah. The pedophile. <laughs> the first one I have written down <laughs> is the pedophile Corey Stone. Really paints just, the picture. You're just trying to get heat, though. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that one knocks it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> then we got forced entry Corey Stone. <laughs> okay. Right? Now, WWE did release a CD called Forced Entry, so it's, that, it's, it's forced, not too bad. Forcible entry. That sounds worse. That's what someone told me. <laughs> then we have another one of my favorites, Paul Bernardo Jr., Corey Stone, Ooh. right? Where'd you come up with It's a little it. geographical, right? You got to kind of... Yeah. yeah. Holocaust oh, they, denier, they, Corey they, Stone. They, <laughs> hate, they hate him in St. Catharines. Um, the Beast, Deality Monster, Corey Stone. <laughs> I really like that. That's one. a good one. And I, finally, I think that's something that will get you the most heat, Related to the amazing Darkstone, <laughs> Corey Stone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, freak. So there's a few you can sit on, you know, on any royalties. If you do choose, yeah, it's man. fine. You know, but I like it. Copyright. I like it. Pressing it yourself? No. See, this is why I come to you guys. Guys, veteran knowledge, Wisdom. veteran experience. Can't teach this. You know, you know what gets over. You know what gets heat. Now, you said something to me when we were at Courage that kind of took me by surprise. Sure. But I want to go deeper. Let's go. We'll get into it. Like, Let's I hate asking that, deep. but since I literally don't know, what got you into wrestling? How old are you for, to okay. begin with? So I'm 32. 32, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a bit of a weird situation. Uh, we call it the midlife crisis. At the moment. Um, in wrestling, because I've been wrestling, like, shows mm -hmm. for two years only. Yep. But in terms of real life, the people who are all kind of my peers, like, socially, in real life, have all been doing it, like, anywhere from 8 to 12 years. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 kind of weird, because that's, those are the people I gravitate to, yeah. purely because that's my, like, realm in life, no, where, where people are at, and uh, I don't really kind of jive the best with some of the younger guys because they just well you're not that generation yeah that's exactly like <laughs> i'll drop like a like a dumb and dumber reference and it goes right over their heads <laughs> and i'm like, like one, not one, at this desk <laughs> no no one guy was telling me one time that a, uh he lost like a competition or something and i dropped the man you were one pathetic loser <laughs> and no sold me because he had no idea what i was talking about he, he got mad it's hurtful yeah looked at me he's like why <laughs> and I'm just like, have you never seen Dumb and Dumber? He's like, no. No, no, it's I'm only like, the oh most quotable God. movie of all time. Oh my so. gosh. So, yeah, so it's it's a bit weird in that sense. Um, but in terms of how I got into it, I just, I've always been a fan growing up. Mm -hmm. Watched it with my dad. Um, it was like, my earliest memories of being a fan was uh, Ultimate Warrior. Mm -hmm. But 
oddly enough, like my earliest memory of trying to do anything remotely wrestling related is I was in like this Christmas concert in kindergarten <laughs> and I somehow like the line got bumped and I fell off the stage and just ate it. And then I got up and did a Hogan. <laughs> I just went full Hogan. And, uh, and yeah, like I, I don't growing up, I was always watching it, but where I came from, so like about an hour and a half Southwest out in the sticks. Okay. There's nothing there. Where like, was it? So uh, the closest town is uh, Tilsonburg. Okay, yeah, that's and so that's yeah. that's about like, tw but I'm like 20 minutes towards the lake outside of Tilsonburg. Okay. So it's even more, it's cottage country sort of where yeah. people go on vacation, but it's where I grew up. In case you never heard of PWX. I did, and we'll that, get that, that that's where it gets interesting. We'll oh, get we'll get yeah. to that. Oh, but, cool. This is what I heard on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, so there was nothing for years and years and years, and so uh, when I was about 22, so I guess that would be like uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. No, it would have been even earlier than that. I must have been like 19. So we're looking at like 2006-ish. Mm -hmm. um, there was a school. The PWX was the promotion that ran out there. Yep. And there was a school uh, run by a guy named Macy Lucas who wrestled under the name Freak Show. And he was my neighbor. Oh, really? So I, I would hang out with that guy like after hours. We're both done work and, you know, we'd just hang out and... Whatever. Are you, are you familiar with Ty Pratis at all? No. The Predator? Was that his name? I don't know. But he was, a, he was Ty a, Pratis, he yeah. He was a PWX guy, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, and then he uh, he invited me out with $10 a class to oh, train. Right. So I'm like, that's dirt cheap. So I went out and I was, I was digging it. Like I caught on to bumping right away and stuff like that. And then... Uh, what what got me out of it was like I you know when you first start you like all banged up and you're like I want to do this but it still kind of hurts. It hurts and, way more than you anticipate. And then uh, so week two, they started snap suplexes, mm -hmm. and these guys had never done anything. And like the guy I got paired up with just like had the tightest hold on my neck mm. and basically spiked me, and I was just like. I can't do this, man. Yeah. Like, and I just, I, I left it. And then for years and years and years, I just. Now, did, in between mm. you training again years later, did you, were you always like kind of looking for something or did I you kind of give up I on actually, um, I, I trained at Jocelyn's. Okay. At the mountain for yeah. about six years in jujitsu and kickboxing and stuff to, uh, because then I was like, oh, maybe I'll do MMA or something, you know. Yeah. And it seemed more accessible. Yeah. Because at the time, Dave MMA didn't have was his school. MMA was exploding, Rip, I mean, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and Rip didn't have his school and stuff. And MMA was the hot ticket at the time. So I was training for that. And I uh, I never ended up doing an MMA fight. I did a bunch of jiu-jitsu competitions. And then... Um, you were pretty good in jiu-jitsu, weren't you? Yeah, not bad. I, I don't know. You can brag. It's okay. Nah, nah, it's nah. okay. But uh, I get a, a brag because I like I'm totally interested in that world. Yeah, it's like because didn't you didn't you tap out Dylan Daniels once? Three times. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, in, in competition? No. Just rolling. Just... Shooting shooting at the school once, and that was like my first class at HPW ever. Oh, well, the first time I ever met you, you were brand new. I I remember hearing like you joked with Dave about it. You yeah. were like, you got him on a North South choke or something like yeah. that. It was actually a, a buddy. Mike was there, like while I was training, mm -hmm. and he was the shit disturber behind it all because <laughs> they were shooting, and I'm just kind of sitting in the back. I didn't want anything to do with it, and like you know, Mike, he's trained at LLWA back. Okay. Then. Okay. Right? Mike yeah. Washington, yeah. 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 Oh, I love Mike Washington. Yeah. Profile, Jeremy King. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
he actually has a, a great gimmick if he ever decides to. No, no, don't talk about him. that because I've, been, gonna, I've been using I'm... a lot of it recently. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it. Um, no, but so uh, it actually is amazing. They they were shooting and uh, like Dana's running through everybody in yeah. the class. Like nobody can even hold a candle. And then um, they got me in there against this guy Joe Piccolo or something. Who? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember for him. Yeah, and the uh, drummer. Yeah. And uh, they got me against him, and the guy shot in. I grabbed his arm, got him in a kimura, and tapped him like ten seconds or less. Now, what and belt are you? Blue. And that's good, right? Uh, it's like the second level up from white. Well, that's Brock Lesnar, so that's what. <laughs> Jawson's is a very sandbaggy kind of school in that sense. Okay. Like they'll let you over ripen. Oh, okay. they promote you. Okay. Like, so you're blue that could be a color above. I don't know that for sure, and I'm not going to say that because yeah. different schools have different criteria, so it is what it is. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so it took me about five years of training to get my blue belt, which some people have gotten it in 30 days. I've heard, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I've heard Ed Bravo say somebody's gotten their black belt in five years. Yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly. I'm Prodigies sorry. can do that. I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. and just because of the MMA talk. It's all good. Is it, did George St. Pierre come out as retarded? Yeah, he right. came out I retarded. Read, his, read, that's what his accent was telling me. The, I read on the, <laughs> on the news, it said that he was... George St. Pierre will be retarded tomorrow. Uh, oh, my. What is that? Uh, uh, that? That is what I heard. His accent made it definitely sound like. Okay. Today I'm uh, retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no, that's no correlation between French people being retarded. Like, no, whoa, no, 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 no. Let's just get that Keep clear. Keep your personal preferences to yourself, <laughs> all right? The French are a bunch of baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm sorry. That's funny. No, no, uh... So you're a blue belt. So like yeah, you're so going into this training, right? You're to learn to, wrestling. Yeah, but like has, they don't realize has anyone you're, from what's it, Josh, Jocelyn? Like ever did anything like UFC or anything like that? Jeff Jocelyn. Like Jeff fought, himself. Fought, fought, oh yeah, no, I know him. His um, name is familiar. But. Ryan Dixon. I don't think he ever had a fight in the UFC, but he had some high-profile MMA fights. Anyone do, like, Ultimate MMA Fighter fights. or anything like that? Uh, I, I think he tried out for the Ultimate Fighter, but he did do some anyone? He did some MMA promotions. I know Jeff was very, like... like Josh Hill training there? No. no so Hill was a no. Burlington guy? Oh, I thought maybe he was from but there. going to come back to around him beating They'd him. mix no. it up sometimes because you can only train with the same guys yeah. so long yeah. before, you know, you figure out all their tendencies, so you're not really... Getting any better? Yeah. So they'd mix it up with the Burlington guys, which and included uh, Elias Teodoro as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so right on. Like, um, I like him, Elias. Yeah. But uh, where was it? Oh yeah, Mike Washington being a shit disturber. So, uh, so I, I get this Joe guy in a Kimura, and then um, just like you know, I'm like I'm gonna retire on a high. Like I'm not. Yeah, gonna, absolutely. I'm done. Like, and I just sat back and didn't say a word or anything, and then. Uh, Mike just pipes up. I kind of want to see Brian and Brett go at it. <laughs> just like, uh, and now I can't say no. No, yeah. Right? So, uh, and, yeah. And Brian trained. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And it was a good match. Like, you know, pulled guard on me. It was, uh, it was a fight to get around that. And, well, you're, that, and you're two big dudes. Right. Right? Like, it's right. not like me versus Steve or some big, like, size discrepancy. You're both fucking... I said it at the last HPW show with the three with you guys and Logan. It's like, you guys are three pro wrestler-looking fuckers. Big. And oh. we watched that match back on Wednesday, actually. I thought... And what I've noticed is a 16-foot ring for guys our size yeah. looks awkward. Yeah. It's small. Like, really So awkward. what you're saying is we got to get me versus Puff inside that ring? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um... The ring's oh, yeah. been reinforced so that underneath. Was, that was that story. 
But yeah, so... How'd you find out about HPW? Actually, I was... Uh, Through Mike? No. I was at work, and I work in IT, so I'm at a computer all day. And Sweet. something comes into my head, I just Google it. Yeah. And You're on Facebook all it. day like me. And I, I literally typed into Google, Hamilton Professional Wrestling and HPW. Literally a walking distance yeah. from your work, It was the too. first thing I'm like, oh. Okay. Is it, do you work close to it? I work under the bridge. Under the Skyway. That fucking government building. Sorry if I'm giving too Are much away. Are you serious? Yeah. It's because I'm surprised. He just told me, and I was like, what? That, I drive by there, like, every day. I'm like, who the fuck works in That's what place? I think, uh, too. Me. Um, but, yeah, That's so. That's cool, man. Then, that is cool. Uh, I, I messaged Dave. Do you Dave. work in Burlington, or do you work in Hamilton? It's technically Burlington. I messaged Dave, and I'm like, uh, you know, could I come out? I mentioned my... Uh, Hot minute at PWX. Oh yeah, and uh, said that I had some grappling background and stuff. He, I did a couple private lessons first just to learn a proper way to apply a arm ringer and yeah. all that, all that shit. So um, then, yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember like one of the first times I was at training and I like was in on a match and like you and I started doing something and you tried to put me in a, some sort of arm bar. Yeah. And I just remember thinking that you're yeah. like a shooter and I just. He's going after the biggest dog in the yard right away. Tap out me. I think it's kind of interesting how you got into it later, just because I got into it so young. Wrestling, like we talked about this with the Jake Joneses mm -hmm. and April Jones. Like I got into Shout wrestling. Out Jake Jones. Yeah, absolutely, Love they're it. great. But like, so you got you got into wrestling when you were about thirty, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so like you you had a life going and stuff, right? right? You were a I was married. I had a kid. Yeah, you like you were a successful person, and then you got into wrestling because <laughs> I always feel that's like that's what Albright said to me the one day. He's like, "You're just a real person." That's so. what I mean, and you, and that's why uh, that's <laughs> what I finally find... got that from me because I was the one who's been saying that about it. But that's what I find interesting because like wrestling do definitely does shape you right in a weird way, and it, it can does. make you bitter, it can make you an asshole, it can make you delusional. Whereas you came like a fully grown adult and then came into the wild world, like we no, actually. Steve's the one who says it. It's just like, how, how do you describe the Joneses? They're like... You. They're real, live, adult, good people. Yeah, in right. wrestling. They're already good people, and then they're coming into wrestling. You yeah. Know? Which, I find people like that, they come in, it's more like, what the fuck, you know? Because like, they don't what's, fall... What's their angle? What's their agenda? No, it's, not even, it's not even that. It's like, we talk to each other a certain way. Sure. <laughs> and then, like, we will talk the way we talk to each other, to other people mm -hmm. in wrestling because assuming they're just going to talk like that. It's like a carny language. You not know? that it's that actual not verbiage doing anymore. It's, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, like not a fucking knock because that's how it came up. But I would never dream of going at a show or any show and saying hello to people and being nice to fans, you know what I mean? Like, like and it's outside not a, of your traditional, like yeah, it's not. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not like a knock on anyone that would, would do that, and I'm not sure. singling them out because no. there's other people that came in a bit later that do that, and that's what I said. They're just genuine good people. Like they still come to shows. They still go, like Jake has worked Smash. He worked mm -hmm. at Dark. Yep. He still pays Here's for up. a ticket. Yeah, he still pays for a ticket. And comes and, like, says hello to people. Mm -hmm. And, like, some people could look at that and be like, oh, look at this idiot. Like, you've worked a show. Why are you... But it's not that. It's literally just, no, I'm a nice guy. This is what I do. 
You know what I mean? And that's attributed wants to the fact... Yeah, show wants to support it. He like, sees familiar faces, hello, and not familiar yeah. faces as in just the wrestlers, like the fans. It's, it's yeah. a night out. That, exactly. That's now, the thing. There are other people that I've seen, I've never brought this up, but will go to shows and just talk to everyone being their character, mm -hmm. being this, try to sell merch on a show they're not even on, you know? I've seen so many people do that and it annoys the F out of me. It's like, yeah. Really? You're coming to watch this show and you brought your merch? Yeah. They go, did you bring your gear? They go, no. I'm like, <laughs> but you brought your merch. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just think you it's know? interesting when you get into it late and I don't mean it right. to come off negative at all. I yeah. just, it's like, I got into it so young. I never experienced like real life without wrestling. Yeah. So I'm always interested because for sure when you have real life, because you have a family and stuff, yeah. right? So you have like the on weekends I go to Home Depot. Like, maybe that's not what you have, but that's what I, I imagine you have. I excited about that. Though. That's what I mean. Because, like, that's <laughs> real life. Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Who knows? And, but when you get in wrestling, and to your credit, you're at shows every weekend, right? Like, it's not easy giving that life up and essentially just dedicating yourself to pro wrestling. Because pro wrestling right. is all-encompassing. Like, it's very selfish. Right. You know? And, like, yeah. there, there'll be many times when I'm busy, and really, to many people's schedule, I'm not that busy. But I'll be like, man, I would love a weekend off just to be a normal person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I just always think it's interesting how you yeah. coming from that life, coming into this one, and just like, how yeah, you do you, you want to know what happens mm -hmm. every time there's a weekend where I love you. I love you we're being normal people? We watch wrestling and they say how much <laughs> yeah. we wish we were wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's just boring. Nothing else is going yeah, on. Yeah, no, I know? get you. And yeah. I'm not talking about that's like every weekend, like, you know, like... You're you're engaged, but yeah. at the same it's time, it's usually times when, like, she's at work. Yeah, we literally have nothing to do, and we're just like, "Fuck, we wish we were wrestling." Well, normal people are like, "Oh, it's good, pretty I, big Saturday." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say there's pros and cons of it. Um, a big con that I can think of right off the top of my head is like I find a lot of guys are more willing to do more mm -hmm. because, like, for me, I'm. I'm game for most things. So you yeah. ever plan a match with me, come up with an idea, I'm usually good for it. Yeah. Um, there's not much I won't say no to, but or I will say no to. Uh, but there's there's lines I won't cross and there's lengths I won't go to. Like like it's gonna be a tough sell on me to drive like sixteen hours to a show in the States to hopefully get on you No, know absolutely. I mean? and like that's that's not trying to be like stuck up or whatever. That's just like that's a personal preference, though, which is nothing wrong with. That's just I don't know. I don't know if that's a commitment I yeah. I can make at this stage, right? And when you like, I don't know that wrestling will ever, over the course of my entire career, like offer me a life like I get with like my shoot job and what I got going on. So I I don't know. So it's like this crazy world of the unknown, or the safety and security of yeah. the life that you already got. So that's a con. And what's comfortable. For sure. Like, um, but there is something amazing, like, and a, a lot of people wish, like, Mick Foley ruined wrestling, I think, for a lot of people, not in the bumps he takes, because he has the fairy tale story, or not the fairy tale, but the legendary story of, like, I packed all my stuff up in a car mm -hmm. my entire life, I went out, I had no plan B, and I made it happen. So now a lot of us think that's how you have to go. No, that was one guy's path. Mm -hmm. You know that's what I mean? The, that was just that time. Well, yeah, it was a different time as well. Even with the territories dead, mm -hmm. there were still territories. Yes. Yeah. You could go to Puerto Rico. 
you could go to Memphis. That's a good point. You know, you could still go to areas where it was like would do very well. Yeah. You know, like well, and for every Foley, there's a DDP who exactly. was late to the game yeah. and still got as far as he was he in, could. He's in the he Hall was, of Fame. He was, like yeah. he was in the game. But he just wasn't wrestling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I just, think DDP was at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. Driving a Cadillac. But I just feel like now, if you don't have the typical story of where I've given up my entire... I don't have a plan B because a plan B means you're okay to fail because you know you have something to fall. Right. I feel like if you don't have the same story as everybody else, you're looked at as somebody that's not dedicated. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, maybe I'm breaking the mold by not following that. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, True, what is for every Mick Foley that made it with that story? There's a hundred people who are forty years old living in their mom's basement still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? Dennis with... Stamp. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but he was he a living with his, uh, he was a you know, pest he, control specialist. He's the king of the cockroaches. Yeah, <laughs> and even Dennis Stamp had a pretty solid career. Yeah. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, he was I never know. he was never a top. Like singles guy, but he was world tag team champion. You know, like right. Well, what I mean, he had is, a good career. What I mean is, like, especially in that documentary. But, but I know if, you, if you listen to anybody, like uh, somebody, Wade was telling me the other day that he saw Jake and wanted him to sign his copy of the documentary. Oh yeah, and Jake was like, "No, it's all bullshit or whatever." Who? So you can only Who said that? wait. Yeah, so but you I don't. Can, you can I don't only, think it was bullshit. You can only believe as much as. Yeah, that know, movie definitely had a narrative, but. but you know, that guy in the movie, at least, comes off as someone who just wouldn't hang him up. Yeah. Like, refused to. Mm. Like, so... But, like, I'm always looking at... Maybe it's my point of view in wrestling, so I kind of, like, throw it out there as gospel more so than I should. But, like, everybody... It's cliche to say, the path is what you... Is the best part. And if you're not enjoying the path, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of people... I know guys in wrestling right now that are doing everything they can to get signed or get noticed, but yeah. they're not truly enjoying it. Yeah. I was just like, is that worth it at all, then? No. You know what I mean? Like, not. I think if you that's, find that middle ground... That's where the, the pro comes from. Like, when I said there was a big con, there's, mm-hmm. there's also the pro in that, like, I don't have an end goal that I must get to. Yeah. I just have, like, this journey that I'm on, and I'm just rolling with it, trying to do the right things as much as I can, and... You know, I screw up here, I screw up there, but, like, luckily... Essentially, essentially you're just playing it by ear. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Yeah. It's funny, back in the day, whenever I would hear someone say they do it as a hobby... They used to drive me nuts. They trying to get me mad, yep. because it's like, you're doing... I know, like, we're kind of on the same level, but there was a time when I had really big plans, mm-hmm. big things I wanted to do, and whenever I heard that, I get so mad, like, why are you doing it then? Yeah. Like... Well, I used to look at it like you're taking up a spot that I'd like to fill. And, like, my mentality changed. Yeah. There's there's a place for everyone. As long yeah. as you're not hurting people. That's, that's right? the biggest thing I'm coming to realize, like, recently. And uh, I'm, I'm actually embarrassed it took, like, as long as it did. It took me two years, years, dude. But, you know, like, just because someone gets an opportunity, that doesn't mean that you're not. And, yes. you know, there's no point being bitter that no. this guy no. got booked on this show and you didn't, like... So what? You're going to get booked on something that they're not going to at some point, you know? You should be happy. Everybody should be trying to lift each other up. Like, we're all this tiny little drop in the wrestling ocean here in Ontario, but we think we're everything. Yes. And And in the... And, like, me and Steve talk about this all the time. Some guys in wrestling that have a big head and carry their ego in real life. It's just like, you fake fight for a living. 
in the real world, wrestling could disappear. The landscape of the world doesn't change. Yeah. Oh, there's a minimal bit of art that's missing in the world, but like we're nothing. Like let's get yeah. over ourselves. Yeah. It, just because it's our world doesn't mean it's anyone that's else's. That's a brilliant way of putting it. As big as wrestling feels like it is, it's our life. With sports, yeah, it is like the level of Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, that's perfect. You know what yeah. I mean, it's just a small thing. You think of the Harlem Globetrotters freaking stop performing people would be like man I really want to see them. I honestly don't know if they are still performing no they, they, they are but, like, but, I've but seen they them are. a long time they ago are. they are but like when I was a kid I don't know if they still have it now I guess it's Disney on Ice but it used to be the Ice Capades yeah, yeah. and I remember going to the Ice Capades and like in the the like program for the Ice Capades they'd be like Harlem Globetrotters Trotters yeah. coming to you know Maple Leaf Gardens and stuff yeah in fairness it's a great and show it, yeah. I've yeah. been to see it and it's when really I was a good. kid it's when I realized, then I went to a WWF show at Maple Leaf Gardens, and on the back of the program, Harlem Globe, I'm like, the same it's just the all same the act. same thing. Yeah. It's not, it's Monday it's Night Raw, Monday yeah. Night Raw is not a wrestling game, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, there's like a football game and a hockey game, you know what I mean? No. And if wrestling disappeared tomorrow... I'd probably be devastated because. You know. <laughs> but if wrestling, as long if wrestling disappeared tomorrow and it wasn't like headline news, right? If it kind of just disappeared in the night, I'm trying to think. Like, my mom would never know. You know what I mean? Like, she's just an average person. Has your mom ever came to one of your shows? Yeah, she came to a few. Early days. Uh, she came to a few A ones and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like I found with me when I first started, my whole family would go. Yeah, because it's new and exciting. You know, now. The only person that wants to watch me wrestle is my sister and, like, one of my daughters. Well, know? also, when you yeah. do it every weekend for years sure. on end, it, like, yeah. anything, it's just, exactly. you know. My daughter yeah, like... has always wanted to watch me wrestle in the rock pile. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I tell her. It's yeah. a bar. It's not that great. It's you the know? worst it's... venue in Ontario. You know what I mean? But when it's now a point where she can't watch every weekend... There's so many rock pile shows that are like yeah. all ages, and I'm like, oh my god, like you can finally do the union at the other rock pile. I remember saying, oh look, you're finally place. on the that venue. Yeah, I hate both, both rock piles. Both rock. I piles. hate the one. <laughs> I hate the union one more because it was. It was further. It, it was so hard to get to. But it was better. Maybe. It was laid out better. But what I was getting at, like. Because I've said before... You had a barn burner there, remember that? No. Because <laughs> what, what I was saying before, like, to uh, just put a bow tie on my end of the conversation, yeah. was, like, a lot of people say, like, if you don't give up everything, live in your car and go train and, like, have a plan B. If you don't do that, you're doing it wrong, right? right. Or, like, that's not, like, the fairy tale way of doing it. Whereas I think your way is the fairy tale way of doing it. Mm. Because I think in many ways, you having a family, you having like a successful life outside of wrestling, that makes you fearless. Because you're like, if I this ends tomorrow, I still have everything I want. Life goes on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, True. Whereas, if you have nothing, you need to make that work. And then when it becomes not fun, right? When you're 35 and you have no education, you're like, all I know is pro wrestling, so I have to keep going even though I don't want to anymore. That's when it becomes... Like, hell, you know? Yeah, that's a sad story. I didn't mean to say 35 wait, as well, you just wait, turned wait, 35. Wait, why you gotta call me out there? But you know what I mean? I like, do, yeah. I, I think everyone's just got their own kind of way they're doing it. And 
you know, I, I'll admit that my first year, I had this weird notion of how things were supposed to be. And when guys were getting booked that I didn't feel like were as good as I was or whatever, um, and I wasn't, you know, it stung. And I took it pretty personally. And uh, I guess it was kind of a, a shitty attitude, but just like- But you don't know any better. Yeah, you know what I mean? and like, as I started to go into my second year, I was like, you know what, I, I can't love this the way that I want to if I'm getting bent out of shape every time I see someone getting an opportunity. Like, that's a stupid way to look at it. And, and if just, you're going to focus on everybody, yeah, which is very easy to do in wrestling, like, especially with social media, oh, this guy's wrestling this place, this guy just wrestled this guy. If you're, like, instead of putting that energy of just, like, bitterness and resentment, just put gratitude. Yeah. Be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, and that's it, all I've been trying to do, like, the last little while, so... <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what that it, takes. It's hard. It's hard though, it like, because everybody's judging your like desire. Wrestling is the only thing I've ever known where your passion is constantly in question. Yeah. Like, oh, he doesn't want it. He don't. Want, yeah. You're not trying hard enough. And it's just like, what the? Fu I'm like, my happiness should be all that matters. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just find with in wrestling all the time, it's just like, oh, you didn't go to that show 16 hours away. You must not want it. So like, well, in reality, you guys went, didn't get paid. You know, right. got no exposure, got caught at the border. I guess you want it more. You know what I mean? It's just like, let's stop making this a competition. Just focus on yourself. Right. And if it was, if it was a true meritocracy, then the guys who could move tickets mm -hmm. would get the bookings based on being able to move tickets and not based on how well they were able to schmooze the promoter or, you know, have this person vouch for them or that person vouch point, for them yeah. or talk their way into this. Like it, so you just have to throw that out the window Yeah. because wrestling is not a meritocracy. It's, no, it's, it's not just, like that. That's just the reality. You can be the best wrestler in the world while yeah. simultane simultaneously not being a great wrestler. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like there's no great football players in the hall of fame that weren't good football players, but in wrestling, you don't even have to be a good wrestler to be known as the greatest of all time. Yeah. You know, it like none of it makes sense. Sometimes yeah. I think to myself that maybe Instead of making sure, like, the boys liked me, mm -hmm. I made sure promoters liked me. Oh, yeah. I go through that sometimes, like, eh, you know. But I find if the boys like you, the promoters like you. Unless you're Bruiser Brody. I also find if the boys like you, they will tell promoters, you gotta use this. And most of the boys now are promoters. Yes, exactly. that's, 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 that's another yeah. point I was gonna get to. Over the past couple of years, since I moved, yeah. it, it's been like a, like, I've had, just, I've said, we've talked about this so many times, yeah. probably even on the podcast, that I just like, something just happened to me where I'm like, well, I got nothing else going on, so I might as well like, do this thing I love, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like how many true promoters are there? Like, I can only... Like, where that's all they do. Yeah, yeah, it's always promoter slash wrestler. every promo promotion I work for, it, the promoter is a wrestler. Well, I know, one, I know one guy that wasn't, and this could lead into uh, a humdinger of a story. Yeah, go on. Um, you guys remember uh, AWE? Yeah. He ran yeah. Hamilton, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And yeah, I think you were booked for the show... The I was booked for the, the second, second show. The second show that never happened. Yeah. He was going to pay everybody. So, funny story. I also told everyone, by the way... After the first show, that the second show would not happen. Fair yeah, I, I could tell pretty easily yeah. by the pictures so, and whatnot. Funny story, I have known that guy for like 20 years. Oh, shit. Um, when I was 15, I was in a band, 
and I first met him as a band manager. Oh, wow. And uh, so he was managing our band, and, and you could tell right then that something was off mm -hmm. because, like, it was a lot of talk, over-promising and under-delivering, right? But we, he was getting us the odd show, mm -hmm. and we weren't getting them ourselves. So, There's something there. You know, it was it was worth worth doing, and um, over that we kind of became friends. But he always had this just vibe that, you know, at any moment he was like wild card from It's Always Sunny, right? Okay, yeah. You just at any moment, who knows? And uh, after he split from our band and stuff, he went and started this record label, air quotes. Yeah. Um, where he he told a bunch of bands that he had like national distribution. Classic. And so this one band. I think he meant to say he had distribution at some <laughs> national sports, <laughs> which is um, weird. So this one band bands. sent him like thousands of CDs, or or he had them made or something. E either way, he had boxes and boxes of this band's CDs at his house that he was supposed to distribute Ugh. for them, and never did. Just sitting and in the garage. Years later, he threw a like a music festival here in Hamilton in Corktown. Shit. And had a bunch of metal bands come down for two days and, like, skipped out. Oh. And, and so some of them went to his house, like, knocked on his door, found out where he lived, went to his house, knocked on his door, and he tried to buy them off with the band CDs. <laughs> he was, like, it's the only currency he kind of yeah. had. So he's, like, trying to pay them off with these CDs. So, I, I mean... He's perfect for when, this one. Yeah, exactly. When, well, when I heard that he was getting into wrestling, I'm like, I hope it works out. But history tells us anything. Uh, I don't know. See, it's and funny then, because you're new and you didn't really say anything. Yeah, because that's, that was now that's how a new guy. That was now and you knew. Exactly. Yeah, you'd be like, you'd hey guys. Tell, like, us yeah. And, you know. That's well, and at that particular moment, it was twofold. It was number one, I was just starting in wrestling, <laughs> so like, not only did I not want to come across as the guy who's burying people already. Yeah. Um, and promoters, had, no less. Yeah. You know, this he, guy with zero matches is burying this promoter. And I think, but also, like, I was kind of friends with the guy. I think yeah, you don't throw a body I think Rip, like... And, and I, I held out genuine helped hope yeah. that this time he'd be able to pull it off. And in yeah, fact, the first show he did. So, I can't... I went to that show before the show started. Mm -hmm. I went, because uh, Josh and Paige were... Wasn't it supposed to be a TV taping and it looked it like was, it was in a it, fucking basement? It, the roof was like... His Always blows my mind when people do that. It's yeah, just like... You know? Just because a ring fits doesn't mean like, it fits. I honestly, yeah. I stopped by because... Some of the guys were on it, and Josh sure. and Paige were on yeah. you know, I yeah. just went to, like, kind of hang out quick, but then I left, and, like, I remember right away, soon, soon as I saw anyone, I was like, that texture will not happen. No. You know? Yeah. he The venue he was paying a fortune for, it was awful. Uh, terrible. This is Hamilton, man. There are so many great venues yeah. that yeah. are probably, they're probably pretty expensive, but... If, if I'm doing a it was essentially he was doing a pilot. Yeah. Because I did find out from someone who I know that works at Cable 14. But who would have ever picked that up? That it was legit. And I bet you once they got it, they were like, what's this? This looks terrible. And I don't even want to like be like, well, Alpha 1's better. But the stuff Alpha 1 used to have on Cable 14, mm -hmm. you know, it's at the Germania Club. It's at that one where the first final act was. Yeah, yeah, the fire you know hall. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Great looking venues, high ceilings. You know, like yeah. the funniest moment was when uh, I can't remember if it was Josh or, or Paige, and they're like, "Which one's the hard cam?" There was they had five cameras set up. Oh jeez! And the and the girl goes all of them, and the three of us literally looked at each other like, 
Nothing makes my pussy drier than a low ceiling. <laughs> For real. Like, well, it's like that, uh, it's the worst. that veterans club down here on Barton. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. It j the ring just like, fits like in. I, I did a superplex, and Kobe had to, like, cannonball yeah. so that I could do it. <laughs> it's yeah. like a fat girl in, like, fucking yoga pants. Just because you fit doesn't <laughs> essentially mean you fit. You know, just because a ring gets in there doesn't mean it's meant for wrestling. Yeah, I was definitely much happier when uh, Courage did their last show at the Lincoln Alexander. Lincoln Alexander Center is a beautiful place. Is it? Sadly, it's becoming the new Unit 13 of Ontario Indie Wrestling. Nah, I, I hope not. It might be too pricey. I don't know. I, but it, it's it is one of the nicest venues. Yeah, it's great. You know, the thing that's funny. No, is, but the good thing about pricey venues is it prices out um, promotions. Yes. That you know. You get what you pay for. It, typically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. That's why you know Courage probably able to run there. Courage does well. They outdrew NSW. Oh. oh. You, you said it. They maybe, outdrew you maybe, by 15. Maybe I got the wrong talent on top of my show. I'm not ever on top. <laughs> Don't try to throw shade my way. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm glad it did good. It was, yeah. it was good. I even said to you that, that in that match before me and Kobe fucking did anything. Like, felt like a big fight. It felt like a big match feel. And yeah. Not too many times that I can actually remember that. Actually, mm -hmm. I remember everyone, but it's only a handful of times. And it w it was cr cool and like the reaction at the end. The crowd was awesome. So was like always yeah. though, I'd rather take a hundred loud fans over five hundred quiet ones. So yeah, I'd rather definitely. take thirty loud fans. Yeah, exactly. Over, yeah. You know? Bernadette gets a lot of shit, but man, she can make four people sound really loud. Yeah. When, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but even even they did good. The CWO, CWO yeah, they, CWO they, was they even doing well. I was looking too. at the picture. They're just so in the worst the fucking so, venue yeah. ever. Which and it, which is good too because they they're kind of smart like. They know that they can't stay there forever, especially if they do continue to grow. No promote. Biggest mistake a promotion will make, though, is being like, oh, we did great. We talked about this, about another one recently. Yeah. We did great. Let's get a bigger venue. Yeah, they have one really successful show, yeah. and they're like, oh, we've outgrown At, this place. Think about how many P, uh, PWG shows before they move to a bigger place. They'd still be there if yeah, they could. You know? Yeah. Well, ECW is like the perfect example yeah. of that. Like that place was a sweaty, packed. Yeah. Like you'd rather turn really, away no a matter, few people than. No matter how big they got, though, they kept running yeah. that same place. It became twenty three hundred, right? It became less frequently, but. It's yeah. funny going back to that AWE promoter. So like. Like he chinsed on everyone on the music festival, right? Like, if that was me, if I tried to do an event. And I was paying people. The day came, nobody showed up, as in fans-wise. I didn't have money. First off, I wouldn't leave town, but, like, say I did. I'd be like, okay, I am never promoting anything ever again. It is obvious right. I'm not made for it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. to, to then just be like, you know what? Wrestling or fucking music didn't work. Let's try pro wrestling, where these well, guys are essentially tough guys. He did some MMA, too, right? Yeah, like, he, he was doing MMA promotion, too. But the thing is, in his mind, music didn't not work out. Like he he oh, never okay. he never felt in his mind That's that the music didn't work out for him. Mm. Like I I because he probably took home the cash and was like I made good money. Yeah, because like, he didn't fucking pay anyone. When actually it was after the second show fell through, a couple mm -hmm. guys knew that I knew him, so they messaged me and were like, "Hey, this guy's ghosting me. Do you know how I can get a hold of him?" And I I reached out to him and I was like, "Could you get a hold of these guys?" And he's like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll get a hold of them." And then he's like, "I think I'm I'm done anyways. I think that was a one and done." He's like, "I've accomplished all my goals. I've done everything I wanted to do." <laughs> like well, one shitty like, show. What did you do though? Yeah. Who was like, his first champ? Wasn't it Rip? Dukes. 
Dukes. Oh, Dukes. Yeah. yeah, I just like that delusion. I've talked to so many people about that. How like, and that's just like that's just who you you are as a person. That's at what that I mean. Point because like, yeah, like, like some people would say you're ridiculous, aka retarded, is how nice people call you. <laughs> but like, just having that delusion. My teachers call me remedial. <laughs> the, that like living in just a delusional world. It's yeah. so easy to make fun of, but man, it sounds phenomenal to live in. <laughs> like, I've talked about it so many times where it's just like... You're the coolest fucking guy. But, like... Well, I am the coolest fucking or guy. Or, like, I'm sure you've even experienced them. People that don't really train to be wrestlers, right? But they got on a show, they trained for a week, One and, eight, and now nine. for the rest of their life, they're you like, oh, I'm a pro wrestler. Nah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can and it's just like... No, you're not a pro wrestler. We all know that, but you genuinely believe it. Yeah. Like, I remember growing up, there was a guy named Sean Inferno. Just to let you know, mine's bigger than yours. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's how you use it, man. Yeah, Sean Inferno. Let's Sean, talk about it's him. It's Sean Inferno. I actually talked about pumps, him to somebody recently well, uh, he, about a guy who never trained. He never trained. Paid his training dues. Monthly. Monthly to get on a show once a month. It wasn't even once a month though. It was like once every three months mm -hmm. at times so we'd do a student show. Mm -hmm. So he essentially trained just to get on these student shows. Mm -hmm. And then I worked him once. Dog shit match. I was dog shit. He was dog shit. But he was way worse than me. No. And then I saw him at the mall and he was with a couple buddies. Like this is like eight years later. Mm -hmm. I had been consistently wrestling. I was still shit but like yeah. far superior to what I was. Sure. Like, on these, I was actually working shows that weren't student shows. And I remember him, like, I said hi to him. Uh, Alex Bruno still wears his kick pads to this day that he never gave back. Uh, but he, like, looks at his buddy and, like, gives him a nudge with his elbow. And is like, see this kid over there? I made him. Like, oh what do you... He, like, even if you did, we wrestled in a garage in front of nine people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you live? Well, like there's a, there was a guy just recently um, who was, like, begging... To have like a five second interaction with someone in a battle royal or like in a rumble match. Oh yeah. He wanted a five second interaction so that he could say he worked with that guy. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that how you want to go about your wrestling career? Like technicalities mm -hmm. and like, you know, that it's just. Or, or like I, I've even like heard fans and stuff, and they'll be like, I'm sure WWE guys get this all the time, but I guess. When it's your only, like, claim to fame, you hold on to it. But, like, as an example, last time I was in London, this is making me sound like a big leaguer, and I don't mean it to be. I'm just using it as an example. But a fan came up to me after the show and was just, like, so happy to meet me, which is great because it's still weird, right? We're just fucking normal people. We're talking about farts on the podcast. I honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say it's still real to No, but he was just, like, he was so happy to meet me, older than me, which always gets me a little weirded out, right, when you're older than me, but, like, you're so excited. And he's just like, oh, do you remember me? Do you remember me? And I was like, um, I'm not sure. And he's like, I gave you a keyboard at the last show in your keyboards match. And I was just like... So did 10 other people. That's what I mean. But, like... Fuck this sound! I wish I didn't bring it up because I don't know how I'm gonna wrap it around this without making myself sound like oh, a yeah, big dude. ego. But it's, it's just like yeah, like is like that's the claim to fame. And I guess when you're not wrestling in front of an audience or doing something performing in front of people, when you have that moment of all eyes on you, 
you know, even for how brief it is, it's a giant moment for you because, like, yeah. you probably got the the bite for wrestling when you fell off the stage, yeah, did the Hogan pose, kid. and then everyone and That's what I mean, yeah. and that pop, and you're like, wait a minute, I just yeah. got a hundred people to fucking react to some bullshit I, just I did. Got the biggest yeah. pop of my life. But yeah, like that that living in like just a delusional world, it's so easy to make fun of. But man, those are the people really living because they're just like you. He actually said he made you. Yeah, Sean Inferno did. Wow. This was like 10 years like, ago. Contemplate. Like, I made this kid, because he was like 10 years older than me at the time, right? I remember the spot was, big hot comeback spot. It was like, give me a backbreaker, rest me on your back, right? Work it, work it as like a stretch. Yeah. Give me another backbreaker when I don't kick it, when I don't give out, work it as a stretch. Go for the third backbreaker and I head scissors you, and then it goes into my hot comeback or something. So he calls it in the back. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, backbreakers are pretty fucking easy. Shit, that one's pretty good. Right? That's one of my go-tos. And I remember, so I called it. I said, give me a backbreaker. And he picked me up like a baby. And then oh, no. just gently put me on his knee. And oh, then stretched no. me. Right? So, I, I might have come off the rope. So he might have done it like a fucking uh, blue thunderbomb or sure. something. So as I'm being stretched, I remember I put the one arm around me. And the other over top of me. I was like, all right, do it again. And he reaches back under, picks me up like a baby oh, again. No. And I was just like, this motherfucker. And on top of that, he fucked everything up. And I, like, I always remembered that. I was just like, this motherfucker can't do a backbreaker. He's been training, in air quotes, for nine years. And then fucking ten years later, when I see him, he's like, I made this kid. I was like, we wrestled in a fucking storage unit. Get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I think we all know people that in the strictest sense, probably shouldn't be getting in a ring for safety's sake. Yeah. But still do. Now, that's different. I do agree. Everybody has a place, but if you're injuring people and you're unsafe, that's where Or getting injured yourself. Yes, yeah, that's another thing. But if you want to be one of those weird, hardcore guys that's like, yeah, I want to take a chair shot to the head, like, I'm insistent on it, at that point, it's, again, it's just like, I can't... And Mark, they want to do the blade job in this match on sunday yeah you <laughs> fucking idiot and i mean sure if if that's your thing that's great but i i more so mean like not being able to take moves properly yes botching them and hurting yourself yeah. like it's but see there's the delusion because if we did that we would go wow i have to get back to training yeah. whereas they must right. go like wow it's just a one in a thousand chances every match i have something goes Man, wrong i thought my opponent would be way better yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so else's fault or something it's right? the like, strangest thing but fucking yeah. It's an unreal way of living that I'm so jealous of. <laughs> Steve, do you have a call coming in soon? Uh, I'm contacting the re representative, apparently. He's going to be calling soon. I remember you said something. So. Representative? Yeah, well... He doesn't spoil who it is, but he says it's a big name, so I'm it's excited. It's a big name, here. and it's... I guess I called them out last show hmm. when we are talking to Anthony... <laughs> We're talking to Anthony Kingdom James. Mm. I called someone out. And, yeah, I don't uh, remember. I'll call him Kingdom James right now. I'm gonna smack. <laughs> He'll probably fucking call me now. <laughs> so I heard somebody talk about I me. I can hear my name. No, he yeah. knows. He knows. We were supposed to work for Pierre one time. Didn't work out. I've been calling him out ever since. He'll fucking call me. I guarantee it. Within the next hour, he'll be like, I was listening to my door, and was somebody talking about me on your podcast? <laughs> and then he'll rip on my podcast. I was just blow-drying my hair and thought you might have <laughs> called. Did that ever happen to you? Call me, we'll talk about it. Yeah, after he gets out of his pile of fucking Lego. Where you at, Kingdom? Where you at? And uh, writing his new comics. Are we expecting this call shortly, or should shortly. I buy more time? Buy more time. We can buy more time, that's all right. Okay, because... 
what I think... Are you a Kenny versus Spenny fan? Uh, I've never Perfect. seen an episode. Perfect! So what, you're going to pop my Kenny Spenny chair? I want to watch. I've wanted to do this before. Something? It's a 22-minute episode, so it's not going to take a ton of time. Okay. But it's the funniest 22 minutes I think I've ever seen, and I want to do a watch-along. Right. Maybe before or after this call. Let's do it after. Yeah, that'd, after. that'd be it. cool. Yeah. But, like, it How is... How about we just it, put I, a little, a quick little button on this? Okay. Quickly, sure. While we'll uh, hook up the call and stuff. Sure. No. I'd love yeah. to know who it is, but... Yeah. Okay, one second. Let me hit pause. I like yeah. surprises, too. This should be good. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. You won't even know. All right, so we're calling uh, the guest who... His representatives reached out at me. Still curious to find out who it is. And they were like, uh... Hello? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, Hulkster, what's up? It's, uh, Steve. It's Hulk? Yeah. Steve, how the hell are you? I'm, I'm not bad, uh, so... You, uh, you wanted me to call when I was doing the podcast again. And, uh... So, I'm calling. I'm with Scotty O'Shea. Uh, we got Corey Stone. I don't know if you've heard of him. What's up, brother? Hey. Uh, so, like, your people reached out to me, and they were kind of uh, upset because I said some of the um, things Space Monkey said were very Hogan-esque. Uh, so, yeah. Hi. I was just trying to be funny. No such luck. I think it kind of was funny. I think you're being a little too emotional about this, Hulkster. What? Steve, he I think sound you're... that angry. He's pretty angry. He doesn't sound that emotional. Thank you. Yeah. For what? Like, oh my god. So, is... Do you want an apology? Is that why we're so supposed to be calling? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so... Say you're sorry. Just say you're sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. It's Hulkster. Hulkster will understand if I take my time with the apology. Right, Hulkster? Right. Okay. So, I'm sorry for calling you out. I know, like, you're back into, uh, wrestling, like, the WWE thing, and, uh, I know... Uh, I hate to intrude. Oh. What? Is what? there, is there something you want to say? Yeah. Well, what is it? I can set you up with Hiro Matsuda, this Japanese guy. A booking? I have no interest in uh, Hiro Matsuda. Like, why? What? Why would I do that? Like, you want me to train? Like, what's going on? Gives you the right to be part of this. You're you're offering me. To like meet some Japanese guy, I'm just wondering what's going on. Like, just take it, Steve. How soon can you start? What do you mean, like, <laughs> cross his bones, Steve? I thought you were mad because we said that you use some like colorful language. Like, ask him to say the N word. <laughs> oh. Um, Hulk. Uh, Scotty wants to know if you. Uh, Why? Okay. <laughs> but I, th I think like if you just said it once, like no one's gonna get mad. Are you crazy? Just say it once. Say it. Sure, no problem. <laughs> oh, really? really? Do you I, want me to stop recording first, or? Oh. Uh, oh. What? Oh. And splat real fast. <laughs> Is that like what would happen? Like, would your boss get mad at you? 
Who is your boss now, Dave? Vince McMahon. <laughs> Who? His name is Vince McMahon. Oh, okay, cool. Um, all right. So, uh, so you're not going to say the magic N-word that we asked you to say? I apologize. Oh, you know you apologize. I don't think it was very, uh, very genuine from what I heard. I pity the fool. I pity your mama. I pity your mama's fool. <laughs> hey, hey, Hulk, can I ask you a question? Sure, that'll really work. Okay, I'm just curious. I was a big fan of Hogan Knows Best, and did you ever plow your daughter, Brooke? No way. N really? No. Oh, well, my apologies. What about Nick? Oh, no. Oh, uh, well. Is Brutus plowing your ex-wife? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> you plow your ex-wife? Or, or you and or Brutus plow your ex-wife? Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Okay, okay. Learning a lot. WrestleMania nine all over again. <laughs> yeah. So the mask gimmick. I know. I know you don't do many radio shows. Uh, what's like some you do get to be on? What's your favorite? Uh, you like, you like uh, what's that guy's name? Bubba the Love Sponge or uh, anyone like that? Oh. No, you don't. You don't like Bubba. No. Who's your favorite? Howard Stern. Oh, cool, cool. He's he's pretty big. We're getting pretty big, but uh, Howard Stern's pretty good. No, I think I'm bigger than you. Listen, I've seen your sex tape, and uh, that's going to be a hard no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, can we talk about the, uh, the word you did say? Japanese booking. Would that be okay? We'll get back to the Japanese booking. Would that be okay if... Uh, if we just talked about what happened? My God, I'd be real pissed off. Oh, so you, you just don't want us to talk about it. Uh, are you sure? Hulk, sir, you there? Hulk? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want us to talk about it? Look, man, I made a mistake. That's fair. He made a mistake, That's fair. Steve. Leave That's it fair. at that. I think... Uh, yeah, uh... You were telling your your agent or whatever was saying something to me about like a movie or something. I was just wondering what what was going on with that. Lester Stallone wants you to appear in his next Rocky movie. What? He's really? Making, he's making Creed, another Creed three. Yeah. Wow. He wants me to do it. You're right. You know no, no, you're Steve, right. right. Like, who am I gonna be? Hulkster. Hello. I guess. Hello? Got that bad Skype connection. Are you there? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Sylvester Stallone wants me to be in the next Rocky, eh? How soon can you start? I don't know. I'm pretty pretty booked up. You got nothing this weekend, Steve. Could I could I start this weekend? Hello? Keep losing him. Hello? Hulkster? He, he's too busy in the gym to talk to you. Are, are you at the gym? Hello? What? Oh, okay, you're there. Uh, so, I, I don't know, like, what else you want us to talk about. Please shut up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even saying anything, dude. Like, what's up? Settle down, brother. Yeah, Jesus. Holy whoa, smokes. Whoa. Wow. He's all looking up. Would you move to Minnesota so we can get married there the first chance we get? <laughs> what? Uh, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You want to marry me? Well, I don't know about that, dude. Damn sure. <laughs> That's, that's Brown, not Brooke. 
Whoa. Whoa. Don't do it. Pissing him off, man. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little rapey in here. I know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, sorry for Corey Stone's... Uh, Irrational outburst. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sorry about that, whole But, story. uh... I don't know what else we really should go with this. Uh, Listen, I'm serious. I want to take you out. <laughs> really? He's got a thing for big men. Kinda I guess. Gotta, you, well, Andre, yeah. Bundy, uh, Big John I, I Stein. Don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. Hey, man, let's go out tonight. Bundy? Where do you want to go? Let's meet at the Red Onion at 7 o'clock. Past seven. It's 8.12. Yeah, well, I guess he's Maybe on not Minnesota West, time. West Coast oh, time. Oh, right, um, right, right, right. How am I going to get there? Uh, you know? Hello? Hello? Officer. I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. Whoa. What? Did you have a seizure? What? I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. Whoa. I'm a lot bigger than a toothpick. <laughs> I don't know uh, you think you know what you're talking about, Hulkster. Are you chicken? Are you guys gonna fight now? Yeah. Well, I had uh, well, chicken for dinner. Temperamental. What you want? You want to go one on one? Do you think you're as big and bad as the Bone Crusher? What's up, bro? No, I think I'm bigger than you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not what your wife says. Am I right? No way. No, I'm right. <laughs> no way. No, I'm right. Oh no. Yes, sir. So, guys, is there anything you want to ask? Uh, Hulk Hogan? Do you, do you have a question? Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay, some of the other guys want to talk to you. Sorry, is that okay, Hulkster? Let's do it. I won't oh. keep you much longer, but there were stories that Andre the Giant used to be too big to shit in the toilet in hotels, so he'd shit in the bathtub. Did you ever see any of this shit firsthand? It was a real horse's ass. <laughs> is that a Yes. We're going to piss off a lot of people who want to see us wrestle. Dude, like, I don't know what, like, what. Hulk, you're, you're 65. Yeah, man, like, listen. When it boils down to, once I heard you want to talk to us, I kind of got this idea of maybe you could help us get a job. Uh, what do you think about that? Oh, you're pretty quick for a big guy. Oh, thanks, <laughs> but do you think you can, uh... Help us out, like put a word in. That'd who's be great, your, yeah. Who's your boss again? Vince McMahon. Mm. Okay, like do you think... Uh, I've heard of him. Has something for us? Vince doesn't have any more plans for you. <laughs> um, okay. That means he did have plans for us at one time. Though. Okay, um... That was kind of heartbreaking. Uh, I don't know, do you got anything else? No, nah, we should probably let him go. You got the largest arms in the world, brother. I, I, yeah, I've been told. Thank uh, you. All right. Well, let me it. guess. Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Uh, so, like, what I want to get at is I want to apologize. Please and, shut up. Stop cutting me off. All right? Just stop it. How soon can you start? Start what? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone wants you to appear in his next Rocky movie. He did say this. Whose movie? Sylvester Stallone. I don't want to be in Sylvester Stallone's movie, all right? I'll give you $10,000. That's a pretty good deal. I'll be in the movie? $10,000? I'll take it. What? How many movies you been I'd in? I'd be Drago. Yeah. I'm big in German. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, like, No, $10,000 is not a lot of money for a movie, man. I'll tell you what. 
I'll give you $14,000. Take it and <laughs> shut up now, Steve. Mm, you are sweetening the pot a little bit, Hulkster. How much was that again? $14,000. Take it. Mm. Deal or no? What do you think? <sighs> Fuck. I don't know, man. Like, I got a lot of things going on right now, and, you know... Your herpes did flare up again. Yeah, you know. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me? He must mean on movie set. That's not what I want. What, okay, what do you want? Do you want me to do a movie? Okay. Okay. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> then what's the problem? My head was huge, all right. Oh. oh yeah, we saw the tape. I saw the tape. I thought it was a little cold. I thought the Hulk... You know what I mean. I thought the Hulkamania helmet came back. No, sir. He's getting angry, Steve. Okay, well, we'll just wrap this up. Uh... Thank you, Hulk. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, if I can just do quick rapid-fire questions, one-word answer, we'll let you go. Fair. Who was your favorite opponent at a WrestleMania? Rock. Rock, good one. Who? Rock. Okay, cool. Uh, out of all your bosses ever, who treated you the fairest? It's McMahon. Yeah. Okay, I that's believe cool. that. I believe that's that. Cool. That's cool. If, uh, if you were to date one celebrity, who would it be? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Really? You're right. What do you mean I'm right? Are you saying you would date Sylvester Stallone? That's for damn sure. Okay, 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 okay. It's 2019, Steve. Hey, it's cool, man. Um, so, Hulkster, uh, I guess, you know, we'll wrap it up from on behalf of me, Corey Stone. Peace. The, the actual host, Scotty O'Shea, uh... Like to thank you for coming out. Uh, thank you. Not as vulgar as Space Monkey last time, no. so that's pretty good. Nor as racist. Keep it I'm real, brother. I'm in love with you. Wow, okay. Excuse me? I'm madly in love with you. Oh. He must mean the podcast. He's talking to me, Hulk? You're talking about the podcast, right? I want you to come up north next week. <laughs> I'll be coming up somewhere. What, what do you, what do you, what we do you are want north. To, <laughs> what do you want to do up north? Why don't you come up north? So you think you're a tough guy. Oh, he's talking to you, Corey. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. I, all I was saying is we're pretty far north. If you want to come up north, you can come see us. We're the Great White. Up oh, north. my God. Yeah, great idea, right? Yeah, hell yeah, let's go. All right, all cool. right. Well, we'll catch you later, Hulkster. Well, on that note, uh, Hulkster, thanks for coming out. Thank you. Uh, you know, it was an honor, and uh, hope maybe we can get uh, you back on the show sometime. I would love that. Sure. That'll really work. Cool. Well, Alright, so, uh, again, Hulkster, take it easy. Keep going, don't stop. We're gone. No, we're out of here. Thanks, Hulk. Hey, cut him off. Real fast. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cool. You're, you're cut. Alright, see you later, bud. Hang up on this asshole. Gone. Alright, we're back. We just, uh, finished that conversation with Hulk Hogan. That uh, was something unbelievable. What an honor. Uh, when I was a child, huge Hulkamaniac. When, when you guys asked me to do this podcast, I had no idea I would get to have a phone call I, with 
the man himself. In, in all honesty, pure transparency right here, I just knew Steve had a call he was looking forward to. He didn't tell me who it was. Yeah. I did not expect that at all. Up. Hooking us up. I can't well, thank you enough. If the numbers actually, aren't through the roof. It was actually his lawyers like contacted me. Because oh, Jimmy I, Hurt? No, that's his manager. Oh, on my apologies. I uh, threw him under the bus, uh, uh, as I said. That's true. Cause I apologize. and. Uh, so you think he'll work NSW now? <sighs> that's true. Him versus, that's not gonna work. Him versus Ty Dillinger versus uh, Hideo Itami. Three-way main hey, event. Oh, ooh. There we go. Ooh, anyone else not... Uh... Uh, TJ Perkins who's, as well, I heard. Who's financing this? Uh, Stephen Woodgate, I believe. Is, is that the... Spencer Woodgate. Spencer Woodgate, Spencer Woodgate, Woodgate is the owner. My apologies. Good guy. Uh, you know, he's like... Uh, have you ever seen um, Slapshot when he's always talking about talking to the owner and stuff? Sure. It's kind of a similar thing, except he really does exist. He just doesn't okay. like... He actually doesn't like people. He's uh, terrified of people's eyeballs. Keep talking. I'm gonna pee. And when they when they look at him, he breaks out in a rash. It's weird. I, I think it's like like where, where is the rash? Like, um, on his eyeballs. Actually, crazy okay. enough. Okay. Uh, it's weird. Whenever I talk to him, I have to wear a blindfold or sunglasses. And this is the NSW financier. Yeah, his name is Spencer Woodgate. Your money mark. Uh, he's not a mark, sir. He, oh, oh, sorry. He's uh, a big fan. He's uh, our Tony Khan. Gotcha. He actually owns uh, a hockey team in uh, Moncton, New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Nice. They're, called the, uh, they're called the Moncton Traffic. Is that where you were staying when you went to see your daughter uh, up there? I did pay a visit with him. I got to stay at so. the uh, Palatial uh, Woodgate Estate. The Palatio. Palatio. <laughs> the Palatio. Pala oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Get your head out of the gutter. I don't know what Palatio Our, our collective heads out yeah. of the gutter. Yeah. Sorry, that's really yeah. default, too. Okay, uh, we're going to... Uh, yeah. We're going to sidetrack here a little bit. Okay. This is something I've wanted to do for a while now. You also now. wanted me to say March 10th that there's a show. Oh, where? We have to plug it. For who? What? For uh, NSW. Never heard of it. Is that New says, School Wrestling? Yeah, he says we're not plugging in enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's kind of uh, annoyed with you, okay. Scotty. Uh, for, for what? But not with Corey. Uh, oh, oh, you don't want to go. What? Whoa. Why is uh, he upset with me? I don't wish to go into it right now. Okay, okay. It's uh, kind of personal. Oh, oh, okay. And, uh, so tell, yeah. him the, tell him that Corey's rate went up, though. Oh, okay. Because on that. Oh, H oh my God! He heard that HPW champion. He just sent a text saying, "Let's cut Corey Stone." <laughs> oh um, shit. shit! Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do something not different, but different. Is what I've wanted to do for a while now. I'm. There's like two things I watch every day, all day. Well, three: wrestling, The Office, and porn. Yeah, I guess That's four not things. All day, okay. Though. Yeah. That's just like the night treat. But I'm sure he watches porn at work. And Kenny versus Spenny. There's sometimes I message this guy, and I know he's at work, and he sees the message, he doesn't respond. I just immediately go, "I was watching." That's just because your messages are fucking terrible, <laughs> right? You send like they don't brighten your day. You send shitty gifs, okay, Josh Alexander. You can reply to somebody without using a shitty gif online. Well, I'm honored okay? to be compared to. I, I like shitty gifs, but today my dad sent me a shitty gif that was all titties. What? Like my <laughs> That's dad. a titty gif. Question: Did anybody gif. see uh, Ryan Donovan's post about doing a running powerbomb? Ray Donovan. No. And then it was followed by, uh, I believe, player Uno, mm -hmm. Evil Uno, yes. saying, "Philo Brown wants it back." And then someone posted 
Jeffrey Giff of D'Lo Brown walking and doing his head shake. Yeah. And the next message was immediately just a photo of draws. And okay, let's continue. Perfect. <laughs> Yikes. So what we're gonna we're gonna do a watch along. It's only gonna be a twenty two minute watch along. It is the funniest episode of any TV show I think ever made. It's Kenny versus Spenny, season four, episode two. Who can blow the biggest fart? Corey Stone has never seen it. Steve Brown doesn't know if he's seen it. I've seen this one. Okay. But uh, I'll put the link in the description so you can watch it with us. Yeah, because they're all for free on YouTube. It's all for free. It's on Kenny Hotz's uh, YouTube channel. And we're just going to watch along, and you're going to experience it live with us. So we're going to start. I'm pressing play. I just want to say that Jeff Smith is a real-life... Three. Spenny. Two. One. Play. It's the beginning of time mankind has been forced to compete. And you've never seen Kenny Not a single episode. This is Canadian-made content at its best. No, this is way fucking funnier. This is more on brand for me. With the plane? Yeah. This is more on brand for me. Before the show came out, I was actually at a comic convention. Yeah. Where they were like promoting the show these guys weren't there but they were that's out. down the street from the phoenix Sticker. concert center yeah it is. Very exciting. i think we talked about that yeah. whoever blows match. the biggest part is the winner because I think historically I'm a bigger farter than There's a who can be the best wrestler and it's all at squared circle too. Tyson Dukes and Bill Scullion's in it. Spenny looks like Justin Trudeau's like loser stepbrother. I like how Kenny describes Spenny as uh, a Down Syndrome David Schwimmer. So yo, I saw that, I saw this picture the other day, just a sidetrack. It was uh, Nicholas Cage's face photoshopped on Ross from Friends. And it looks more like Ross. It looks more like Ross. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. That's hilarious. It was weird. Anyways, this is whoever blows the biggest part wins competition. All right. Wait, shot, it's coming. This is the best. This is going to be I'm so excited. There's like 20 more minutes of this. Oh, yeah. Cauliflower. Roro. It's so dead! The gases you create are based on the kind of microbes you have in your digestive tract, but there's different ways you can measure the flatulence. Okay? Can we use Spenny's mouth? Like I usually do when I just ignore him. Just ignore him. What I would recommend is these units here. You guys carry these around. So those are, we put those to our asses, those are going to measure our parts. That's right. Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an actual machine for this. Unbelievable. Right. I mean, he could go up to a cow. I'm gonna lie. I want a fart meter. Right. Exactly. Cow flatulate in there and use that reading. Dude, your mother's at the cottage this week. You're not gonna get the same kind of. I also love this show because it has the same budget as this podcast, which is zero. I don't want any filtration, though. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Okay, Kenny is making the hot chili. Uh, oh, I once oh. took a teaspoon of that stuff and was like, uh, my stomach was screwed for like a week and a half. <laughs> I've got nothing! Don't do that! <laughs> Such a big one! What was the scale? That was the winning part so far. 18.5. <laughs> 
I feel like I'd own in this competition. Well, Kenny's holding it right up to his asshole. Yeah. Five different types of Spenny's like a foot away. And he's got denim on. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Gotta shake it up, baby. Baked bean, tried and true. Here we go. <laughs> oh, it was off. Shit. <laughs> If I had one of those meters in the morning, man, I think I could I could melt some of the plastic. A hundred percent. That's not a winner, man. Is going to do anything? After a coffee My fart? Thing is about blowing the biggest fart. That's what this competition is <laughs> and nothing else. I love this show. So like this. Oh my word. That was angry. He's going to shit. I know it's just like angry. Like it's like, like, it's like, it's like an old man yelling at a cloud. Did Spencer just make a joke? Brad Armpit. I'm so jealous of these two. I'm beating them. I'm totally beating them already. They made a bunch of money. To oh, just yeah. And they, fu- they like, leased the show to other, other people in other countries. What the lens does is it shows you hot parts of your body. As you can see, my hands are hotter than my face because I was just massaging my penis, which is super hot. I'm going to show you exactly what a fart is in heat scope. Are you ready? Let's go. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quiet, everybody! Here we go! This is it, the winner! Quiet! Quiet! <laughs> 2.7. I really want to talk to the uh, female audience out there. To the best of my knowledge. They both look like they always need to shower. Don't pass gas. I agree. Of course, I know that's ridiculous. Of course, they do. They're human beings, it's a biological function. But they do it very secretly. But with men, it's different. With men, passing gas is almost a point of pride. Do you okay. fart in front of your wife? Yeah. Do you? Well. See, I don't. I'm very happy with yeah, what's like going on so far. No. no. Because I, I don't want her to do it in front of me. Oh, that's that's once you do it, game on. Yes, exactly. Everybody can win. Sure, Kenny has in the past shown himself to be a boorish pig when it comes to passing gas. Uh, and I am somewhat, you know, uh, maybe a tad feminine uh, when it comes to that. <laughs> oh, double digits at least. Oh. Come on! I'm farting and he's not. And the more he sees me farting, the more stressed he's going to get. For me to be like, this to is the kind of TV show I always wanted. Like, this <laughs> is the concept. No, we have video we cameras want. in our pockets. Exactly. We, there's probably a fart monitor just app we can download. <laughs> just by sound. That, that's beatable. We could beat that. You could do better. Go quick, turn this around, quick. Here we go. They're all wearing Here, gas masks. Quick. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Just walking around in his fruit of the looms. Please don't eat my Brussels sprouts. Uh, I just blew the biggest part ever. Let me see it right now. Play it back. Don't I get headphones? I'm not gonna tell for looking at it. It's my chili. 
Even if it's a big one, I have to tell you, the competition <laughs> is just starting. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. Through the headphones. Yeah, I know. Oh, hilarious! It's funny because they they have their own like the crews with them. Yeah, but like his crews like hates <laughs> me. Yeah, we, against them. he's such a downer. My there, my there. Kenny's mom's kind of hot. Let's warm it up. It's a little warm. It's a nice hall over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's making chili. <laughs> Does not remind you of Jeff? No. Oh, Kenny will win. I can see similarities. They don't remind me of each other, though. They're very different. Hi, Spencer. No, he's got herpes. Now you have herpes. You gave my mom herpes. You know what I got? Actually? You want some? Yeah, I'll take some. No, it's mine. You can't eat it. I'm sorry. You can't eat it. It's a rule. You can't steal my food. This isn't Kenny versus Spenny. It's Kenny's... And Kenny's family against me. <laughs> I don't want to do this in front of Kenny. Mom, <laughs> come on. Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no, no, See, people, people, his guys rat on him. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced. Well, I'm not convinced this show is real. They go to bat saying it is, but... No, it is, because the one that Spenny actually wins... I think there's points in it that are real, but overall... Because, like, there's certain weird points in the show when Kenny will cheat blatantly in front of the cameras, but Spenny doesn't see, so nobody says anything. But if Spenny accidentally cheats in front of the cameras, he loses. You know what I mean? It's... They definitely, they're trying to make the best show possible, which I understand and appreciate. What was the one where actually won? He wins quite a few. are not working. It's time for plan B. What I have assembled here are the gassiest foods the planet can produce. <laughs> they just treat this house like shit, too. Because... <laughs> The channel for yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't actually live here. At the beginning of the one episode, it shows Spenny shows up with a suitcase, and they're already filming. He's like, "I didn't think we started filming till tomorrow." Take at least an hour, maybe two hours, for this to work its way Ugh. up my bum in the form of gas. And right now, to get to that spot, I need to ferment. To blow the biggest fart, all you gotta do is not. See if this was yeah, basically, yeah. Right now, Let it build up. This is when it gets good. He's the best. They still want to get it renewed somehow, which is even funnier because they're almost, they're both like 50 and 55. What are you doing online? Must not be worth it. There was a petition for Netflix to do it. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 and only a 1.4 <laughs> top drawer. Did you shit your pants? No. No. Did you shit your pants? Oh, Jesus. 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 I think Kenny actually lives in the house. Yeah, he might. There's no way that that. Oh. <laughs> 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 His gross, shitty underwear on the camera. <laughs> Thing 
doctor's the best. Good vibration. <laughs> My stomach is filled with gas. Okay, so... But I, I need to make a huge fart. I'm hoping that there's something we can do to make all this gas escape my stomach at once. You are a king of so many Soviets. I feel like I'm as educated as this doctor. He just bought a storefront and put some protein powder up front. By my work, there's a payday loan place right next to my work that sells protein powder. Because it's like in between my work and a gym. You gotta make it. Make that A while the sun shines, baby. I will win the competition. This one? Goldfield. Oh, you, you have to. Uh, Acupuncture? Right on, right like, look at this. Right you, that's not a doctor's you, office, that's a curtain. All he's gonna do is, like, a little bit of yoga. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Just knees up. Just walk around. Here we go. <laughs> oh. oh my god, it's working. <laughs> It's much harder when you do it. Too much cheese in the, you know, cutting cheese, all this stuff. What a, what a team player. The doctor's just being a pro. Oh. Do you see how many people probably fart in front of that? Yeah. Think about the gynecologist. Not every freaking vagina is that no. pretty. Probably the, uh, the lower 5%. <laughs> Holy shit. That's gotta win. Did you hear that? Oh no, he didn't do it right. You hit the meter the wrong way. Tell him to say no. That was the You're winner, in too. I love how serious they are. They're like 35 years old and they're genuinely stressed out about this. You're gonna go in it. Twenty point eight. That's respectable. Well, it's a big one. I've developed a system to psych out spinning. <laughs> it is called the FART, flatulent assisted rectal tubing. This is gonna give me the biggest fart in the history of mankind. <laughs> I want to do this after the podcast. Put so a tube up your ass and blow in it. I love the onesies wearing. Oh my god. He sees a little worm head poking out too. <laughs> but it 
No methane. <laughs> Sounds like someone's just oh, whipping. He's, he's not actually farting. It's though. just air, yeah. There's no methane. <laughs> Look, he wipes it like something hit him. <laughs> Don't do that. they made I'm sure and that convinces them to eat the tricked out chili <laughs> this show is a godsend man wow. and then they do humiliation yeah that's where I think uh, nugget challenge that's where it came from yeah it's absolutely where it came from this podcast is a big spin-off of what, this show, really. This might not be a good idea. He's <laughs> like a bike pumping his ass. Birkenstocks. He's got his crew holding it to his asshole. Something's wrong. I don't know what's going on, but something's wrong. Bugged up, baby. I haven't farted in three and a half hours. Because he's ahead, he's just having a blast, just like. So it thinks it. The methane. Methane, yeah, not the noise so or he had a three point something when it was faced the other yeah, way. He that would have won. been the winning fight. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like there's a shit stain on the carpet, too. <laughs> if I just bumped that first bump, I'd be in the usually. <laughs> yeah, you just leave a lot of shit in the ring after it, too. <laughs> Yoga in the morning, man. Yeah. First stretch. Burp, burp. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> 
He's sweating. <laughs> Wait, I love him so calmly. He's not even trying. Oh. <laughs> this was on cable TV. This crew quits. I wonder what the sterilization for those fucking meters are. <laughs> Let me introduce everyone to James McAndrew. James McAndrew. Yeah, fart o meter cost you. How do you become the Canadian One fart king? <laughs> One piece! There's gonna be trouble. The fart right in his face. Is there a special fart underwear? I know, which is even more impressive because the butt vibrations is what makes the sound. <laughs> oh, oh, God, make it stop. God damn it! I love how he's got a helmet on. Must be ripped now. <laughs> He's sweating. Yeah, no, that's strenuous. We've spoken about combustion. That's hilarious. Combustibility is that right? If that's not the best 22 minutes you experience and in your they, day, they own all this content. Yeah, Kenny does a million. Yeah, come on. Man, they're doing well. I, I don't know how YouTube monetization works at all. Me neither. So. I think you need to have a ton of hits before it even starts. No, no, no. Or is it subscribers? It's not even that. Well, nowadays, to, to monetize, you have to have so many subscribers. Yeah. But before you can make money, it's just once it gets starts getting traffic, and it's usually from ads, right? Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Is there any upcoming plugs you want to do or anything? This will be up later tonight, so. Oh. I can't think of it. What's your Twitter and stuff? Yeah, uh, at TCB Corey Stone on Twitter. Uh, at TCB Corey Stone on Instagram. That's uh, the Crown Jewel, Corey Stone. Canadian Buzzsaw. Oh, that's right, Canadian, Canadian Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Corey Stone on Facebook. Um, links to all those are at CoreyStone.ca. Oh, you got a website. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, that's me. Steve. Nobody gives a fuck. They know it by now. If yeah. they've made it this renowned far. Brown, renowned crusher. Bone crush Steve Brown. I'm still. You're, you're, you're actually gonna have shirts to give people, right? Coming up soon. Yeah. yeah. What about that? And there's gonna be gentlemen's club shirts. Oh, are you getting gentlemen's club shirts? Dream crusher shirts. Wow. I'll give you a quarter for everyone. Okay. Deal. There's gonna be wrestling with myself mugs upstairs. They're ready to go. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. They should be on a merch table. I don't know fucking when, but they're gonna come. Perfect. Um. 
I'm still working on getting a hotline ready. I haven't stopped. It's just very difficult, but that's my next endeavor. And uh, besides that, I got some fun guests coming up. I say that all the time. They never come up, but I have people that want to come on that are interesting. When they come on, I don't know, but we got the, big, Hulk, the Hulkster hotline. Big, really? Yeah. Big shout out to Hulkster. He didn't. Need Thank to you, Hulk. Thank Terry, you. Boulder, Terry whatever. Balea, uh, give our best to. Uh, Brother Brutai. That's that, it. That no. Ultimate Warrior was full of shit, man. Right, yeah. yeah you're, 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 you're cool as fuck. I'm happy you're back. I'm happy you're not saying the N-word anymore. Yeah. But if you do in your private life, that's it's okay. You know, Book of Key. Coming from you. you. Just, just saying. So with that, another episode. And let's make like a baby and head out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. We got advertising. Oh, sweet. Shut let's up. Go. Shut up. Shh. And that's it. Meundies, thank you very much. Let's make like a baby and head out. Peace.